It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. What is good, everyone? This is Ross Jackson here of Locked on Saints, and you are locked in for another Locked on Crossover Wednesday. So excited to be here. Uh, We are going to get this one going. You're listening to the Saints here at Locked on Saints and the Panthers with Locked on Panthers host Bill Rossetti. You can follow him on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti. That's with two C's and two T's because he fancy like that. Uh, We out here balling this week. So welcome in, Bill. So excited that we finally get to do this together, man. we tried for a couple years now. <laughs> yeah, for sure, man. Yeah, it has been a couple times, and yeah, one reason or another, uh, things just didn't work out. But yeah, I'm glad to glad to finally get with you, especially uh, so late in the season. It's, uh, it's it's just so weird that all these division games are so late. But yeah, glad to get with you, man. Big fan of your work. I appreciate it, man. Same. Right back to you. Very excited to be able to do this. And you're right. Like it's late in the season, so this game. Just it's the first time these two teams have matched up this year, but this game means so much more with it being this late in the season, especially with the two teams being first and second in the division. There's a little bit of distance there, but that distance can close quickly depending upon how these two teams operate for the rest of the season. So to be able to have these matchups, all of these uh, 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 NFC South matchups just come so late in the season, it really does make for an exciting time for sure. Yeah, it's it's. It was nice the way the, the the schedule was set up. I mean, the the Falcons are in the middle of what, like five straight division games, I think, mm-hmm. or something like that, coming out of the bye. The Panthers they just had only their third division game last week with the Falcons because they've only played the Buccaneers twice, uh, and they'd see the Falcons again in a couple of weeks, and of course Saints again in week seventeen. Uh, the other two South teams are playing each other this week as well. So they really kind of backloaded the, the NFC South. So it's nice because we know these four, uh, there's there's a lot of good rivalries. The, mm-hmm. These four teams always have really good games against each other. So it, it's always exciting, especially this time here, because like you said, uh, it's, it's starting to get in the playoff push, you know, especially for the Saints because they've got that number one seed now in their sights. The, the Panthers are just trying to hold out hope you know keep their faint hopes alive so this is important on on both sides like you said so definitely a fun one for sure coming i think sunday yeah absolutely there's no such thing as either one of these winning teams either well either of these teams winning this weekend and not feeling good going forward to the rest of the season for sure especially with big gains for both teams toward the back half here so we're going to start off a little bit general here talking about the team's health team health everything like that as well as kind of matchups between the teams then we'll get more in detail in the next segment where we go into player matchups keys uh, to victory and then the predictions and everything so let's start off a little bit more general here first of all how is this Carolina Panthers team looking health-wise coming into this week uh, originally I mean I'm sorry the uh, what what's sort of like we're not original but the first whatever the first uh, um, injury reports and practice participation reports come out later today, but how's everything feeling so far going into week 12 here? Yeah, still a little banged up. Uh, you know, the cornerbacks are still banged up. Ross Jackson, or excuse me, um, Ross Cockrell. I'm feeling yeah, great. Per- I'm feeling great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah apparently, you, apparently you're a cornerback now for the Panthers. Congratulations. Dang, you just I, got am drafted. I am late. I am late for work. <laughs> 
You just got you just got signed off the street. Uh, <laughs> Ross Cockrell and uh, Dante Jackson still a little banged up, and uh, definitely some issues there because you saw they kind of got uh, picked apart or the secondary got picked apart a little bit. Uh, Dennis Daly still banged up for uh, for the Panthers on the offensive line, but it was good to see Greg Little get back from the uh, from his concussion issues, mm-hmm. although he kind of struggled on Sunday uh, in that loss, but. Uh, you know, with, with Little, it was just kind of a – this was almost like a redshirt season anyway because it, it got to the point where he wasn't expected to start anyway, but now they're starting to – you know, they've been giving him a lot of reps, but he still has a lot of work to do, I think. But uh, just the fact that he's over the concussion issues is definitely uh, definitely a good sign. Yeah. But th- those have really been kind of the, the major issues uh, injury-wise, or at least some of the top injury issues over the last couple of weeks. So we'll see, especially with the corners, um, what their, what their status is this week. Cause we know Dante, especially Dante Jackson has had some up and downs this season with that groin injury, had to miss a couple games. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they, how they handle him this week. And if he's going to be ready to go on Sunday, or if he's going to have to sit out a week. Yeah. Yeah. The saints are looking at some injuries over at the cornerback position as well. Not really injuries, but one big injury uh, that's big enough to be multiple. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, he of course missed last week. Thankfully the Saints secondary was able to fill in valiantly against a great wide receiver core in Tampa Bay with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. But can they repeat the performance if Marshawn Lattimore continues to be out? That's going to be a big question mark for them. Andrus Pete continues to be out. Of course, he's going to miss six weeks total uh, with his uh, broken arm and surgery, but Nick Easton filled in pretty well. Uh, not even pretty well. Nick Easton filled in very well uh, last week. Not bad for a guy who hadn't played in the NFL since week 16 of 2017. Uh, And then uh, for the Saints, they lost Josh Hill a little early in this game uh, last week to a concussion, but it's been reported as a minor concussion. I don't know if I believe in minor concussions, but that's just a different story, a whole other conversation, maybe a whole other episode at some point. But but so he might be able to come back and, 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 and get back on the field for the Saints. But big question marks around Marshawn Lattimore, Deontay Harris, the outstanding punt and kick returner for the Saints, who's been an absolute special team spark plug for them uh, so far this year. And then there's some question marks around what we're going to learn about Marcus Davenport this week. He played only 23 snaps last game. And some of it seemed to be that the Saints lived a lot in their down three as opposed to a four-man front. And when they do that, they tend to bring in Trey Hendrickson, who played a lot, almost double the amount of snaps as uh, uh, Marcus Davenport. But Marcus Davenport also had a brace on his left arm for the second half of the game. So there's some question marks around what happened there and what's going on. So both of these teams have some some question marks at some key positions. But how comfortable, how uncomfortable, how are you feeling just generally coming into this game uh, You know, for the Panthers matchup against? the saints yeah and just real quick you mentioned davenport that mm-hmm. name uh brought up a name in my head that i forgot earlier and that's brian burns oh, right. similar situation to mm-hmm. davenport uh banged up limited snaps a lot of question marks about that too as to why he's not getting as many snaps considering how well he's played all season um but you have to be disappointed with the way the panthers have been um Kyle Allen came out the first couple weeks of the season, or his first couple starts, I should say, starting in week three. And he looked like he was throwing the ball well. It looked like uh, the, the Panthers' offense, uh, North Turner, were you know, taking care of him, not putting too much on him to uh, just let him get the ball in the hands of his playmakers. And now these last couple weeks since the bye week, and he's just taken a complete turn for the worse. He's thrown, mm-hmm. what, nine interceptions in four games since the bye and last 
last week, I think, might have been the uh, the icing on the cake with uh, four interceptions against the Falcons in, in a game in which the Panthers were just embarrassed, really. I mean, 29-3 against the Falcons. You know, granted, the Falcons were feeling really good about the what after the way they took care of the Saints the week right. before, but you would think that the Panthers at home uh, would figure something out, and they, they just haven't. And now you're looking at... You know, you're five and five. Your playoff hopes are almost up in smoke. I mean, you're three games behind the Saints now in the division. You're three back in the win column of both wild cards. I mean, unfortunately for the Panthers, they're not in the NFC East, where five and five at least keeps them in the hunt for the playoffs. Five and five for now basically means that they almost they almost have to win out. I think mm-hmm. because I've said on my show. Ten wins might not even get you in the playoffs with the way the NFC has been this season. It might, you might have to get to eleven, especially now with this. All these teams already at eight or nine wins. So the the Panthers are feeling the pressure, and you start to wonder now what the future of Ron Rivera and Marty Herney is in Carolina. I think that seed is starting to warm up a little bit for uh, for Riverboat Ron. Wow, man. Yeah, that's, I mean, look, <laughs> I will say that the Atlanta Falcons looked much the same in terms of the way that their head coach was looking at one point, and then they, they got to their mm-hmm. bye week and then ended up coming out and, you know, look, the big game against the Panthers last week, it's the Saints 26-9, to so, you know, Saints didn't perform much better against them either, but uh, hopefully something ends up turning around for Ron Rivera, but I'm going to ask that it holds off until after this weekend is all that I'm going <laughs> to ask for. No, but I think, you know, look, the Saints and Saints fans definitely walk into this game with a little bit of confidence, but the Saints are going to be a little bit more cautious than they were two weeks ago when they were hosting the then one in seven uh, 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 Atlanta Falcons team that came in and, like I mentioned, just dismantled them out in front of the home field. So I think the Saints are going to come back to this game, come back home to the Superdome a little bit more diligent in terms of their respect for the opposing team that's traveling <laughs> in, especially with, and I know Brian Burns being hurt uh, and, and having, you know, a couple of question marks, much like Mar- Marcus Davenport affects this, but especially with the sort of revitalization of the Panthers pass rush this season that we saw early on uh, you know that that's a dangerous team nonetheless they have a lot of offensive weapons and with the Saints missing some key position players I mean they're missing this will be the second week potentially that they walk in missing someone on offense defense and special teams that are key contributors they'll need to continue to have that sort of next man up or, or rallying around uh, as a team uh, type of mentality to come into this game and not come in complacent, but instead ready to play and ready to win. Uh, we know how much Cam Jordan loves playing against the Panthers. I think he likes playing against the Panthers more when it's Cam Newton under center, but he's going to be very excited to get and you know, try to add a new name to his list and Kyle Allen. So, you know, I think that's going to be a big part of what this team is going to, I'm sorry, what this game is going to be is going to be trenches. It's going to be offensive lines versus defensive lines and to see which one comes out on top. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. No, I agree, and that, that's always a key for me. I mean, I'm, I'm just one of those guys that, you know, it, it comes down to offensive and defensive lines. That, that's where it all starts for me, and it's just always, you know, and, and we, I remember talking about this a couple of weeks ago, even with Peter, and um, 
that stack still kind of holds true. It's just amazing to think that this defense can be so good against the pass, yet so awful against the run. They're one, they're actually one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, and you would think with this defensive line that they have that that wouldn't be the case, but they just continue to get gashed. Now, you know, Brian Hill didn't exactly have a monster game, and I know everybody's, well, namely his fantasy owners, all the people that went out and got him on the waiver wire are disappointed, but the fact of the matter is the Falcons still took care of the ball against the Panthers, and the Panthers just couldn't stop them. Now you're going up against Alvin Kamara, Latavius Murray, who just have been so good. I mean, Alvin Kamara looks like he hasn't skipped a beat since coming back from the injury, and, you know, Murray has just been sprinkled in there, uh, kind of going back to his old role, Mm -hmm. but... It's it's definitely concerning. This is uh, if there's one spot where I think the Panthers have to be generally because are really two spots. It's Alvin Kamara gashing them in the run game and their offensive line against the Saints' defensive line because this Panthers' offensive line just has continued to struggle the last few weeks. And you mentioned Cam Jordan. I would not be surprised if Cam Jordan has himself a sack or two on Sunday. Well, I'm uh, look. I know he's going to be looking for it. That's for certain. And of course, he's one yeah. of those guys where you know every game at the end of the game he can have two sacks in a game. He could have three sacks in a game. And reporters are going to come up to him and say, "Cam, you had such a great game. How are you feeling?" And he's going to tell you how many sacks he should have had. I mean, he's always that got that <laughs> mentality about never, never about what he did, but what he should have done. So mm-hmm. before we jump into more of these individual matchups, I want to tell you a little bit about one of our sponsors, and that's Away. Away creates thoughtful products designed to change how you see the world. For twenty dollars off of a suitcase visit awaytravel.com slash locked on and use the promo code locked on during checkout and if you're listening on the go and you can't visit away right away you can find this and all of our other offers from our locked on sponsors at locked on podcast.com slash offers all right so we're jumping into uh the individual matchups here already started talked about alvin Kamara, talked about uh cam jordan so we hit a little bit in terms of saints offense and defense but who are sort of two key players that you're looking at over on the panther side that can help make this game go i think i know one of the names already yeah i mean it it obviously starts with the guy in the backfield christian mccaffrey Mm -hmm. i mean I i think that goes without saying he's basically been the offense for the Carolina Panthers, especially the last couple weeks with the struggles of Kyle Allen. So even if we don't count McCaffrey, because obviously he's going to be the star, I mean, you're definitely looking at the wide receivers too, I think. Mm -hmm. DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel. These are guys that, um, you know, they're definitely having a bit of the breakout season that we kind of expected, especially DJ Moore. Curtis Samuel has been kind of up and down, uh, which was – you know, it, it's fine, but he, he's definitely had his good moments and some down moments. But DJ Moore, you can just tell this kid's going to be a stud. The, the way he's running routes, the way he's catching the ball, the way he just looks on the field in general, he's going to be something special. And, you know, once they can get a strong quarterback uh, back there to really sling on the ball – who knows what his potential can be. So DJ Moore really, and you mentioned uh, the injury to Marshawn Lattimore. So maybe that kind of helps favor the Panthers a little bit if they can get the ball uh, into, into these guys. And then I'll, I'll touch on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, that I, I, I always touch on the pass rush and um, that, that to me is always an important, an important uh, key to the success for the Panthers. Mm-hmm. It was a big reason why, they had that four-game winning streak earlier in the season because they were able to get to 
Kyler Murray so many times and uh, and Deshaun Watson and all of them. So, you know, guys like, you know, even if Brian Burns is limited, you're, Bruce Irvin has to step up. Mario Addison has to step up. These, these are guys that really have to really have to continue to tribute. And then I'll throw in real quick James Bradbury because I mentioned the injuries mm-hmm. to the secondary. You know, how is this defense going to stop Michael Thomas? That That's just a lot easier said than done. I don't know how <laughs> it's going to be done, but that is obviously going to be the key factor is how do they – I shouldn't even say stop. At this point, it's just about slowing down Michael Thomas, because his Twitter handle says himself, you can't guard him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's that's a little bit about how I feel about, uh, not even a little bit, it's very much how I feel about Christian McCaffrey going into this game as well. You don't eliminate Christian McCaffrey, you don't neutralize Christian McCaffrey, you just limit him as much as you can. So I'm going to ask you, because obviously you're watching these, you're, you, ever since Christian McCaffrey's come into the league, you've seen him play every game. What What works against Christian McCaffrey? How do you even limit a guy like that? Hi, I'm Jake from Locked On. Think of all the amazing things in life that are expressions of you, your favorite football team, what you wear to the playoff watch party, that song that you stream over and over to get you pumped up for the gym, or the recommendations that you share with your friends on the top six comedy podcasts that are best to listen to on a long road trip, or even your new haircut, which may or may not be an epic bowl cut from the 90s and hopefully is. Everything that makes you, you, makes all the difference. State Farm believes insurance should work the same way. Your plan, your coverage selections can be personalized by you. And the ability to choose the plan you want by picking the options that fit you, like choosing to bundle your home and auto policies, is what the State Farm Personal Price Plan is all about. Getting the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. I think it's really just about kind of uh, just kind of stacking the box. I think because of because of the struggles of Kyle Allen, I think defenses have now figured out a way to just kind of swarm on the McCaffrey and basically dare him, you know, they, it's almost to the point, like you don't care if Kyle Allen is the one that beats you. Mm -hmm. You're just focused so much on Christian McCaffrey that you'll allow Kyle Allen to try to sling the ball because defenses are now starting to kind of lick their chops with the way Allen's been playing the last couple weeks. They, these defenses now have to feel like they have the confidence to, get an interception or two on Allen and kill a lot of these drives. So they'll, they will likely feel more confident in putting eight or nine in the box and just focusing all their energy on McCaffrey because they know that Kyle Allen really isn't going to beat them. So I think for the Saints, it's just, you know, rallying all these guys. It's getting Cam Jordan after him. It's getting those linebackers after him and just, you know, kind of hoping, hoping for the best, I think. Uh, in, in terms of stopping him, you know, if Kyle Allen beats them, then, you know, so be it. But I, th- I think they can afford to just really go after McCaffrey at this point. 
Yeah, I think that that's exactly what the Saints are going to look to do. And that plays pretty well into what they've done so far this season. They've worked really hard to eliminate the run early in the game and then force the and challenge the quarterbacks on the opposite side to beat their defense. And I always make the joke that, you know, three years ago, four years ago, the Saints would have never wanted that. You know, 2015, 16, uh, sorry, uh, 14, 15, 16, when they marched out these atrocious defenses. But now, you know, the Saints finally in a place where they have a defense on the back end that can man, that can maintain that and that can manage that and that can sit back and say, okay, let's let your quarterback beat us. That's exactly what they did with uh, Jameis Winston last week and they walked away with four picks. So certainly that secondary will be looking for a repeat performance against the young Kyle Allen who, look, they played against him in week 17 and I know it was a bit of a throwaway game for the Saints. They rested most of their starters going into the playoffs. But I think that they learned pretty quickly in that moment that, okay, these might be our second, third string guys, but Kyle Allen's operating with some second and third string guys out there too and he's looking really good. And now there's film, there's tape, there's things for them to be able to study. So I think with that being the case, the Saints will be prepared for that. But man, you, I just never sleep on Christian McCaffrey, and you absolutely can't. And over on the uh, Saints offensive side of the ball, you mentioned Michael Thomas. That's going to be a big part of their game plan is just making sure Michael Thomas stays uh, stays active and stays a part of uh, you know what it is that this team has done so far and what he's done so far, which has been absolutely incredible. 94 catches on the season through 11 games is just uh, really 10 games through 11 weeks is just absolutely maddening what he's been doing so far. And so you know, big big key things for the Saints are going to be able to are going to be moving the ball, finding a way to do that, and and uh, also uh, limiting Christian McCaffrey. And I think those are going to be the big matchups for them. Or any other key matchups that you're going to be watching in this game? No, I was saying uh, Jared Cook uh, has definitely popped up again over the last couple of weeks. He's kind of turned the corner again. He's been a, a good part of our, of that offense. So I think he's going to be another guy to to kind of watch out for. Uh, especially with, with the Panthers. Because they've you know had their, had their moments against tight ends. And then it's really, like I said, it's the running game. I'm worried about that. Mm-hmm. Um, the rush defense, I should say, just because of uh, how much they've been struggling in that aspect. So it would not surprise me that Alvin Kamara just continues to do what he what he does. And I mean, you know, tracking the Saints, I, I have a bit of an advantage of this in, too because I also track the Saints a little bit over at 4 for 4, kind of. Mm-hmm. Do little blurbs for the Saints as well, so I, you know, I already have a bit of a, an idea what the Saints' offense is, and it's dangerous, as we know. I mean, you just mentioned ninety-four catches for Mike Thomas. I mean, I think they said that's an NFL record. Yeah, I don't it's think the most everybody... games. Yeah, so that that's just insane, and he's worth uh, every dollar he's being paid. So really, I just look at those three guys that uh, the Panthers are facing on defense. And it, it worries me, you know, even with Ted Ginn and Traquan Smith being absolutely quiet this season, th- this this Saints offense can, can just beat you senseless, senseless if they have the opportunity. And who knows, with the way this, this, uh, the Panthers secondary is right now, Ted Ginn might beat them because we know Ted Ginn likes certainly right. has to have a little bit of revenge on his mind every time he plays the Panthers as well. So yeah. Yeah. you... You have to think he would love to find the end zone uh, this week. So I wouldn't be surprised if Ted Ginn gets a, a deep bomb this week against the secondary. So it, I'm, I'm concerned about the Panthers. You know, this it, it just continues to drive home the fact that some of these games that they've lost are just complete missed opportunities, and it's why they're going to sink themselves right out of the playoffs. 
Yeah, that's the thing, man. There's no such thing as, you know, the the wins that you can let go. I'm sorry, the losses that you can let go, right? You yeah. have to win those games that you're supposed to win so that yeah. when you get up to these big games, these big matchups, uh, you're not yeah. kind of, you know, just kind of flopping around on land, uh, you know, like a fish out of water. So, yeah. Uh, so, all right, so let's jump into predictions here to wrap up this show. Right now, the Saints, I'm looking over at my bookie. The Saints are favored minus nine and a half right now uh, on average, and you can find eight and a half in other places as well. Uh, so how are you feeling as as the visiting team here? I'm going to give you the first, uh, first prediction here. Uh, how are you feeling about the Panthers coming into uh, New Orleans and taking on that nine and a half point spread? Uh, not good. <laughs> I, I would pro- honestly, I would probably take the Saints with the points. Wow. Uh, I just don't. You know, the more I think about this game, I just don't know how the Saints or how the Panthers are going to be able to stay toe to toe with the Saints here. I mean, Drew Brees is even, even when Drew Brees is out, the Saints' offense just looked fantastic, and now. Now the now Drew Brees is back in, and they just continue to click on all cylinders. It's like going from, um, you know, I'm trying to think of two expensive cars as an oh, like analogy. A, like a, a Maserati to some other fast car, a Bugatti. Yeah, like an Aston Martin or something <laughs> right. like that. Yeah, it's 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 just ridiculous how fluid the Saints' offense has been, and then the defense of the Saints. They're, I think they're just going to swarm this Panthers' offense. I, I really do. Uh, I I think Kyle Allen is going to struggle again. I could see this being something like a 34-17 type deal for the Saints. That is actually wild that you would say those numbers because that's pretty much exactly what I was looking at for this game as well. Uh, I'm going to follow your lead here, actually, and I'm taking the Saints to cover at home. Uh, I just I just don't see them coming in and dropping another divisional game against um, you know against an opponent that they are clearly better than in a lot yeah. of elements. There are certainly elements to where the Panthers are are better red zone scoring, for instance, but for the most part. When you look at these two teams, it's a little bit outmatched in favor of the Saints. And I don't think that they come in as, you know, a nine and a half point favorite and drop another game like they did against uh, like they did against Atlanta. Just don't see it happen. I was going uh, 31-17, not just because it's the Super Bowl score, but because I, I really did feel that way. <laughs> uh, but I was going 31-17, and I think some of those points come on late for the Panthers. The Saints love to give up some late touchdowns, although they got the later interception with P.J. Williams last week, but they almost did it again. Uh, and it makes the, you know, it hurts us in the heart every time that it happens because the spread just diminishes as the uh-huh. game goes on and we hate that but uh, I do think that the Saints are able to keep that distance they're able to cover and they get the big win at home yeah no, I, I agree that's this one this one might be over early and uh, the the questions are just going to continue to grow about the quarterback position I think for the Panthers I'm already starting to see people say why aren't they starting Will Greer and wow yeah so yeah, quick. that's okay man look last week when the saints dropped that game 26 to 9 to the falcons people were like why isn't teddy bridgewater back in <laughs> just like stop no, see that that's that yeah that that's a little insane with will greer like i can kind of understand it because sure. he is the third round pick but on the other hand will greer just isn't ready and i think you're, you would just get more of the same if you threw will greer out there if if not a little worse so yeah I don't know. I, I, I don't want the Saints it, to see Will Greer. I want no unknowns in this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think you have to you have to worry this week. But um, at this point, I think it's just riding out the final six weeks, and then uh, 
and then we'll see what the future holds. But uh, it, it's very bleak at, at this point. It's, it's very cloudy, to say the least. Yeah, man. Well, look, dude, thank you so much for coming through and everything. Always a pleasure to be able to do these crossovers. That's today's Crossover Wednesday. Uh, Bill Rossetti, you can find him on Twitter at Bill underscore Rossetti, host of Locked on Panthers. But like he mentioned, covers tons of other teams. Great follow on Twitter, too, man. I appreciate all the work that you do and just your holistic view of the NFL is always awesome. And it's always great to have some perspective like that. So thank you so much for taking the time. Absolutely, but I appreciate you, and uh, yeah, glad we're finally able to do this, man. Oh yeah, far from the last time, my friend. Far, I'll see you week 17 for the, probably the most meaningless game of the NFL schedule. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.